Welcome to Mouthing Off with Olivia. Hey guys, it's Olivia Caridi from The Bachelor, the girl with probably the biggest mouth you've ever seen. But now I'm using my huge mouth to talk really smart things with my favorite reality stars, influencers, YouTubers, you name it. They're going to mouth off too. Damn. This is Mouthing Off with Olivia. Okay, everybody, I have Kelly Travis. Well, we knew her, Kelly Travis. She's now Kelly Ham. But Kelly Travis from Bachelor Juan Pablo season. Hi. This is so great. So great. Haven't talked to you in a while. I know. Well, how many people, first of all, think your last name is Travesty? Uh, Everyone. (laughs) I get packages from friends that I met after the show, like Cammy from Show Me Your Moo Moo will yep. send something and it'll say Kelly Travesty. <laughs> there's, there's so many even like professional articles online and you're Travesty on. Yeah. <laughs> That's a very clever handle, I guess. So clever, no one gets it. <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah, guys, uh, Kelly's like blog and, and social media is Kelly Travesty, but. Kelly Travis, just so everyone knows. And the irony of it all is that I was looking at your Instagram and kind of scrolling through, and I saw you posted a side-by-side photo of me with my mouth open next to a lion, and I peed laughing. <laughs> that was one of my best posts. It pro- it went viral, I think. It was a really good post, and then I was upset if someone stole it and then didn't give me credit for it give me credit where credit is due yeah you remember when everyone was posting you with your mouth wide and i thought the cowardly lion was the best one it was perfect no one had posted it (laughs) you had a terrible edit it was not so good it was no yeah Good you're much better in person <laughs> as i'm sure your listeners know uh, they've they've learned they've learned but we want to know about you basically i've had a few people from juan pablo season on i've had renee who had nothing bad to say at all about juan pablo uh, Never. which is not surprising but i'm hoping you will be a little bit more honest about your experience <laughs> with juan pablo <laughs> i'll be pretty honest good good so i always start with what your casting experience was like why you went on, that kind of thing. So I had actually just gotten out of a relationship with Hunter, who I'm now married to. (laughs) Yes. And um, a girlfriend signed me up online. I was like, it's fine. No one's ever going to call me. You know how many people sign up online? It's fine. So they called. And I was like, eh. And at that point, I was dating, but not dating anyone seriously. And I was like, okay, we'll see what happens. They were coming to Atlanta and they wanted me to go to the open casting call. And I was going out of town, I think for a bachelorette party. I was like, I can't do it. And they're like, well, can you meet us the day before? Mm. So it was just me and them for an hour in front of the camera. They're like, okay, we want you to come to LA. Here's all this paperwork. And I was like, okay. And you've, you know, the paperwork, it's intense. It's so intense. So I just took my time. I was like, I don't know. And they would call and say, we really want you to come. Will you complete it? And I'm like, ugh. I mean, they ask you so many questions that it's just it's daunting. It takes hours. It hours. Takes really long. And some of the questions are so invasive yep. that it just, I'm like, do I really want to go there with these people? <laughs> so I finally filled it out and headed to L.A. Went through that casting. Yeah. And one of the questions, I mean, they asked who I would not go on the show for. And I said, Juan Pablo. (laughs) 
And then they asked what was holding me back. And I was like, I don't want to leave my dog at home. <laughs> and what do you know? I got Juan Pablo and my dog. And your dog. Well, why yeah. Why was it an I don't want Juan Pablo? Because you had watched him and thought he's not my type? or Yeah, I'm genuinely attracted to really smart guys. Like that looks for me like looks fade whatever i mean right. i'm glad guys are into looks because you know it is what it is right. but for me like i like really smart guys and from watching him there's a language barrier mm -hmm. so i knew that that wasn't going to work i use my humor i knew i wasn't going to be the prettiest girl in the room mm -hmm. but i was hoping that i would be the funniest <laughs> but with a language barrier he wouldn't get any of my jokes because I'm kind of snarky. So did a lot of your jokes fall flat? Oh, it was terrible. <laughs> it was awful. <laughs> I'm like, okay, we, we should just stop these conversations. Well, who did you want The Bachelor to be? <sighs> anyone but Juan Pablo. <laughs> anyone with a pulse? Yeah, anyone that could speak English. <laughs> I just, ay, 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 ay. Yeah, I didn't. And that, that's what I said. I was like, I just don't want Juan Pablo. Well, you had been a fan before, though, right? You had seen. Oh, I was obsessed with the show. Okay, so let's think of who was before. I always, oh God, I wish I could have. If I was age appropriate, I would have gone on for Brad Womack in like ten uh, seconds. I know, but even after the whole Emily stuff, and I don't know, I still think he was so freaking great. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I hate to admit this, but I really loved one F chef and he's such a douche <laughs> and I like hate admitting that. And I think at that time they were like kind of in talks with him, but it would have never yes, happened. Yes, I because... remember that. So, and then I heard Adam Scott, the golfer. Yep. Yep. So I was like, Oh, I would totally, I was obsessed with him. I would totally be down Boy, for Jeff. I cannot. Oh, I'm not <laughs> short and I'm five ten. That would have been so bad. I've met him. I'm, I'm tall too. And I felt like I was towering over him. Uh, same. Yeah. We met him after like a women tell all and oh, right. he of course showed up to everyone <sighs> trying to pick up girls. Oh, he's terrible. <laughs> Anyways. So when you were going through casting, one of the things that you had to fill out was your occupation, which obviously was changed unbeknownst to you probably, right? You didn't know you'd Correct. be dog lover. <laughs> I did not know that. What did you write? I'm embracing it. You know, at the time I was in business development. So I had a legit job that I worked very hard at. And I worked for a construction company in Atlanta um, doing business development. And I was one of the few that actually had a job. Were you mad at all that you became crazy dog lady? So when it first came out, I was very upset. Mm -hmm. I remember texting my producer saying, are you kidding me? Like, everyone's going to think I'm unemployed. <laughs> and then I was thinking back by all about all of the things that they made me do. And oh. I was like, they're going to make me look insane. Yeah. Because I can remember them saying, like, talk to Molly. And then they s luckily didn't edit it that way because I wasn't into Juan Pablo. But, mm. I mean, they would have made me look insane otherwise. At one point, I was like talking, like chasing Juan Pablo with these cats. I was like, I'm going to look like a crazy animal person. So you should have known maybe, had an idea that things were going to go kind of into crazy dog lady territory. I should have had an idea. But you never know. No, you never know. You never truly know until you see it and you're like, damn it. Right. I until you see how they to all that stuff. <laughs> 
damn, I should have brought that dog on the show. No, I'm glad she was there. How did Molly, I mean, obviously it's not normal for people to be able to bring pets or babies or anything. No. So how did that come about? During casting, they asked what I was holding, what was holding me back. And I told them I didn't want to leave her. I mean, potentially, if you make it to the end, even though I knew I wouldn't, you're gone for nine weeks. Yeah. And that was my girl. I was not boarding her for nine weeks. That's for expensive, some. too. Yeah, for some dud. So I was like, no. I was like, if they really are interested, then they'll let me bring her. <laughs> Honestly, they didn't ask a single thing about her. They didn't ask if she was a pit bull that had bitten anyone. I mean, nothing. They're just like, okay. Bring her. Yeah, bring her. Was she there the whole time? So she was there up until she we traveled. Oh, and yeah. then... She went and stayed with a producer's <laughs> wife, and like they had like a lot of land. And I mean, I would get updated pictures. The only time I ever cried in an interview, I think it was in Vietnam, and it was when I was like about to leave. So I was like, "Oh God, they're going to use this like I'm crying over Juan of Pablo." Course, yeah. But they're like showing me pictures of Molly, and I'm like, <laughs> "I got to get home to my dog." <laughs> Do you think there was any jealousy with other girls wanting their pets or things like that? The only real one, I think, was Chelsea. Oh, okay. But she had her teddy bear there. It's fine. <laughs> oh. Okay, here's an important question. Okay. Did Molly like Juan Pablo? She really didn't. Didn't take to her? Like- didn't take to him at all. I don't know that he was a big animal person. Mm. And so I think dogs can sense that. Right. And she just, yeah, she wasn't fond of him. Um I mean, she followed me around a good bit. And so whenever I was forced to talk to him, she'd be there. But she just, she didn't really like him. Is that you know who she flag? loved? Yeah, it was huge. I mean, I should have listened to Molly. Of no, course. I already knew that that was going nowhere. <laughs> She's really a big fan of Chris Harrison. Like, oh. she even, like, threw her the ball. And, yeah. Well, the funniest thing was on our season, um, first night, one of the girls brought a mini horse. Oh, and the horse like shit all over the house. Stop. It never aired, but the whole house smelled like poop. Like, you did Molly ever poop me. anywhere? Or never? She <laughs> was honestly the best dog. I mean, looking back, the fact that she sat through every one of those rose ceremonies, and they are hours oh, long, yeah. and didn't bark, didn't try to like leave the room. Literally sat by my feet. Mine, I can't even take mine like on public walks. They're so bad. <laughs> They're so bad. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, now she could never go on that show. She'd bark no. 24-7, and she's such a jealous bitch that <laughs> it's a totally different dog. But back then, she was an angel. So who from the first night were you like, oh, yeah, that girl, she's got it. She's got it going on. Not so much that this girl's going to win this whole thing, but the one person that stood out was Charlene. Uh, I mean, she takes everyone's breath away. I think everyone thought that. And it seemed like he was pretty smitten, too. Of course. I think that she would have made it much further, I mean, probably final two, had she wanted to stay. Had she not eliminated herself, yeah. Right. That's so interesting. Yeah. I understand why she did it. <laughs> I don't think she was going to take him to meet her family. You Really? I'm shocked. When there was no potential. <laughs> 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 well, I want to talk about the first days of the mansion and the makeup debacle. 
Oh, gosh. Juan Pablo came in to make breakfast for everybody, and you came downstairs, and you're like, oh, my God, I'm not wearing makeup. I know. That became a big thing, which I don't know why it did. It was like, oh, my God, are you insecure about your face? Yeah. And I look back, and I'm like, God, my skin was flawless then. (laughs) It looked so good. So it wasn't even the makeup thing. Um, Two days prior to that, we had gone on a group date, mm-hmm. and on the limo ride home, or I guess it wasn't a limo, it was a bus. It was like a shitty bus <laughs> ride home. One of my contacts fell out, and I didn't have any more contacts for the entire, like, stead of it. What? So, yeah, I, that was dumb, but it is what it is. Well, you told producers to get you contacts, right? Well, so I had my contact in my mouth. And I was going to, whenever we got home, I was going to put solution and just pop it back in. Like, no big deal. I do it all the time. Mm -hmm. So we got home. I went to go get solution. And Kat wore, like, hard lenses. And I guess they have a different type of, like, solution. I don't know. It's like you clean something with peroxide. Mm -hmm. So I, like, dump it in the contact and put it in my eye. And I couldn't open my eye. Like, my eye was burning. I had to go to the eye doctor the next day. What? Oh, yeah. And my, like, cornea was burned. So I had to wear glasses. <laughs> but I refused to film with glasses on. So I came downstairs in my glasses because I hate glasses. So the biggest ordeal was coming downstairs with my glasses on. And that's when you were like, oh, I don't look as good as I want. Yeah. And I was like, ugh. Because it wasn't about him it was that every, the entire world was going to see me and this whole thing like oh my grandmother said never said let a man see you without your face on she did see, say that I mean we're very southern right so that's how they are but I mean my poor husband now barely ever sees me <laughs> but imagine had you not said anything they probably wouldn't have aired it anyway oh at all and we were the first ones down because I was letting Molly out I mean it wasn't a big deal I didn't care but it was it wasn't even about him it was about the entire world seeing me with no makeup and glasses on i mean part of me gets it because this the whole premise of this show is like wearing freaking ball gowns around this person like exactly your best the whole time right and also you're on national television i mean it's watched by millions of people and i wanted to look semi-decent most of the time well yeah that was like when ben woke us up in the middle of the night and all of us were freaking out because we look disgusting we just woke up like in the middle of 4 a.m see yeah i get it see it was like 6 a.m yeah i do understand i mean it was the last (laughs) thing i was expecting to come downstairs and see Juan Pablo cooking breakfast as um and did you see what i was wearing i was wearing like a dog shirt (laughs) and like polka dot boxer shorts and a cardigan i mean it was bad it was just in like polka dot socks i mean it was a bad look it wasn't just it was the whole thing it was very bad so here's something i wanted to know about because you said in an interview that in the beginning you may have rubbed people the wrong way because you were yourself like right away snarky you know whatever like did you ever have beef with anyone or was were you ever worried you'd look like a villain No, not at all. I didn't think about it at that point. Mm -hmm. And I didn't have beef because most of the girls got my... I mean, like, during the show, there was never, like, any beef. There were... I mean, I said stuff. Yeah. But no one took offense to it. 
I mean, I was, I think in the very beginning, they're like, huh? And then they got it. Now, sometimes it was edited. Like, I think during the pool party, I said that Kat looked like a whore. Yeah, because she was his <laughs> vagina. Was or, yeah, him. his head was in her vagina <laughs> yes. for like 15 minutes. Yes. Yeah. And said she looked like a whore. So she didn't even care about that when it aired. I got a text from Claire, which is funny because Claire and I were the only ones that really had beef yeah. at the end. But it was after the show. And it was because I got a text from her about that. And she was like, is that about me? And I'm like, I don't remember who that was about. Do you know how much <laughs> shit I said? I'm I, like, I don't know. <laughs> and I'm like, if it was, it was a joke. Like, it's not a big deal. And then it wasn't until like the next episode that she got really mad about some things I said. It was like the octopus comment. How are you and Claire now? We don't speak. I think if we were the only two people in a room, she wouldn't say a word. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's strange, but... Do you feel bad for anything you said about her? No, I said it... Cho- like, I didn't say anything terrible. I said, when she was, like, making a big deal about the octopus, I said, I know you've swallowed bigger things than that. I, <laughs> which, by the way, I said that on the day to her face and they made me repeat it in an interview because they thought it was so funny so she heard me say it it wasn't like I was like going behind her back and saying that what was her reaction when you said it to her in person well when Pablo was around she was just like (laughs) (laughs) I mean she didn't care and then I think I mean I said a couple things we went on that boat ride and you had to pick a partner and everyone like picked their friends and because she didn't have any friends, she got Juan Pablo. And I said, you know, this is the one time having no friends is beneficial. So I said stuff like that. But I didn't think it was, I mean, I was joking. It's kind of true, too. Right. But she did have friends. She just distanced herself more than everyone else did. Who do you think, whether it aired this way or not, your true villain was? Nikki. I don't think it aired that way because Juan Pablo ended up being the villain. Right. Which, by the way, Nikki was a friend of mine, so she wasn't a villain to me. She just, look, I love Nikki, but it is very much like if she's having a bad day, everyone knows about it. She, which you've got to, got to like that about her. You know what you're going to get, and it is what it is, and there's no surprises. But how did you two get close when so many people were probably tiptoeing around her? I think because we were both pretty honest about like where we stood. She, I mean, sometimes her like sarcastic stuff was mean, Mm. like, whereas mine, I tried not to be mean, although I guess some people would say otherwise, but um, I was close with her and Andy and Charlene and Christy. I was to say, you probably fell in love with Christy more than anyone on that show, huh? Oh, uh, Christy. Well, things you don't see that Christy... I mean, Christy was so quiet on the show, right. but whenever I was painted from head to toe yeah. in body paint as a hairless dog, we had to get ready in an hour for the next part of the date. Of course. And at this point, I didn't really talk to Christy that much, but I'm like, look, she does hair. Yep. I'm not good with my own hair. I'm like, you're in my room. And I like made her get, and she's so quiet, bless her heart. I made her get in the shower with me and like scrub my ass and this paint. And like, she didn't get to shower. So we became very close after that. I mean, you did get the rose on that date. So you did something right. Yeah. Pity rose. No. For sure. Really? Because you had to be the oh, hairless dog. Definitely. Juan Pablo would have sent me home night one. 
What do I you mean, mean he would have? So why didn't he? Uh, well, you know, they keep certain people because for... a crazy dog lady? Well, I think also I stirred the pot when they needed to and added some sort of, like, commentary. So how did you... I guess you didn't really hide the fact that you didn't like Juan Pablo at all. But no. did you ever, like, at least pretend when you guys were having your little one-on-ones to even remotely have anything to do with him? No. I mean... And <laughs> <laughs> they're just... They're, there wasn't much to talk about. So like one, at one point they were like, look, you've got to have a serious conversation with him because you know, we're three episodes in and we may want to air it at some point. And I was like, okay. And so I um, had a conversation. I told him that my father was gay Mm -hmm. and in that conversation, he was just kind of sitting there. It's funny now, like that, after that episode aired or mm-hmm. after the show aired, he came out saying stuff about gay people. But yeah. So, and he was like, Oh, I have an uncle that's gay. And he was like trying to relate, but you could tell he didn't want to talk about right. it. So it's still a short conversation. Mm-hmm. So even our like intimate time, which isn't really, wasn't intimate at all, was still very short and like hard to interact with him. Did you ever kiss him? No. I I was not interested in him at all. And he wasn't interested in me. It was very mutual, like no interest whatsoever. I almost didn't go on the show. That's true. I like didn't get on the flight. <laughs> had to be like, no, you're coming. Yeah, I was like, you guys have backup. I didn't get on the flight. And then they like talked me into going. And I flew out like the next day. They had to like keep photographers there to shoot. Like, you know, you shoot your intro picture right. or whatever. But I wasn't going to go. I was like, this is, I don't like this guy. (laughs) You don't hear that often. So it's refreshing. No. Yeah. Well, it is what it is. It worked out great for me. I'm happily married and I have great friends from the show. So I have a random question about someone in the house. Uh, Did Lucy, the free spirit, walk around naked as much as we thought she did? No. So it was just not at all. It was just, yeah. I mean, you have to know, look, she is very out there and she would walk around naked in a heartbeat. But, I mean, she got in the hot tub like one time topless and then walked around like during that dog date one time topless. But that's it. I mean, it wasn't, she wasn't on the show very long, but it wasn't that often. Noted. I wish she did. No, me too. Well, I was wishing it would actually be like part of like her character was actually yeah no i mean that is part of her but not to that extent okay this is one of my favorite questions so here we go by the way i asked facebook for some questions too so that's gonna be in here as well rachel barrett said what did the girls say about juan pablo behind the scenes in the house whether when they came back from dates or just had to talk about feelings what was said so it's funny, most of the girls liked Juan Pablo until I think the show turned on him. Mm. I can remember being in a hotel room with Andy and I'm like, okay, but well, you don't really like him, do you? And she's like, no, I do. He's so hot. He's definitely my type. And I'm like, really? really? And I think we were in Korea. Yeah, we were in Korea. And yeah, I mean... Most of the girls thought he was hot. And then, of course, they, like, hype him up. 
Of course. They're like, so what do you think of Juan Pablo? Doesn't he look so hot tonight? And isn't he so dreamy? So I think most of the girls, I mean, truly liked him. And even Charlene, she genuinely liked him. She was like curious about him. Yeah, and she I think says to this day, she, she says yeah. she's curious about him. Yes. And they had good chemistry. So it's funny to me that everyone's like, oh, he was awful. Because most of the show, they were on that train. So it was just post-show, maybe. For sure. Like, um, Women Tell All, once they, like, got to see some of the episodes and, real- and realized that he actually sucked and didn't ask anything about. Well, that was what I was going to say was, did, did he ask questions about people? No. No. <laughs> I, there's a huge language barrier. Um so that didn't help. But he also wasn't really interested. But you said, like, after the show that he thought he was taking it seriously. So did, did you really seem like in the moment he was looking for a wife? No. I don't, I mean, I, d- I don't think he was on there at all to look for a wife. And I don't think it came across that way. I think that's part of, like, his cult. I mean, it, the language barrier, his culture, he couldn't fake it for, I don't think he was very good at acting. And I think you could tell like production wanted him to do some things that he wasn't comfortable with. And I think it came across that way. And I I mean, look, I understand how they were wrapped up in it. If you are like committing with a guy, you kind of put goggles on and don't see like little things until you really like Andy she didn't really see anything until they were in the fantasy suite and he didn't ask her one thing about her you know (laughs) so I mean you have such limited time with him that you're like oh it was so fun and he's so hot and so I think they just kind of focused on that and didn't think about oh well he's not asking anything about me and do we really have anything in common what did uh, Nikki say about him Nikki liked him because he was hot. You got to know Nikki though. Nikki could, and I love this about her because if you run out of things to say, she could just talk about herself. I mean, she could talk to a wall all day about herself. (laughs) So I think that's great because she doesn't need anyone to ask her questions about her. She's got the answers without you asking. So I really do. I think that worked out. I think they had a relationship for a while. Okay. So let's talk about JP's comments. You brought them up, his comments about being gay and kind of linking it to perversion. Right. And, and on men, women tell all you brought it up and he was like, I don't even want to talk about it. I'll talk about it to you privately for an hour. Privately. Did he ever talk to you? No, never. That conversation was, I never tried to either, Which, which I mean, everyone knew that would not happen, but yeah, Women Tell All, I think that was the only time I, like, actually got emotional on the show. Just because, obviously, it hits home. Right. Um, but, no, he, I mean, he had no interest. Like, look, he was on the show to, I guess, receive a paycheck because, I mean, when's the last time you played soccer? Of course. <laughs> and then uh, maybe to get a little fame out of it. I don't think he was ever on there to get to know any of us or to have a real relationship so it wasn't important to him to clear his name with me because like i'm no one to him so i don't think i mean that conversation we knew that would never happen so you weren't surprised when you never heard from him no never heard from him ever he did uh do a little facebook apology but i feel like it was more did because he? he had to yeah 
Uh, I'm sure ABC made it. Yeah. And were you upset at all that Charlene and Andy kind of like defended him a little bit in that moment? No, I don't. I mean, look, everyone has, they had a different connection with him. It's one of those things that Charlene's always stood by Juan Pablo. Yes. Yeah. She had a very different relationship with Juan Pablo than I did or than other girls did. For me, nothing he did bothered me up to the point until he said that because I just thought it was so close minded and just kind of ignorant. Right. It hit very close to home. I think his exact comments were that, you know, gay people shouldn't be parents because they, they, um, their children would be pervert. I don't know something along those lines, but it had to do with like gays parenting. And for me, I mean, I was raised by a gay parent who, opened my mind to so many things so I know it's exactly opposite so it hit like a little too close to home for me to like not express my feelings about it and then I didn't have I didn't see another side of him to where I felt like oh he was misunderstood right right whereas like Charlene saw a different side of him you know there were things I didn't see that other side of him so that makes sense yeah so after the show, you know, I'm assuming just like we were, we were all in a group text. Yeah. How did, how did Nikki present to you like, oh, it's, it's us. We're together. Like, did she seem positive? What was her vibe like? So right after the show, I messaged her, not in a group text. I okay. was like, tell me everything. <laughs> and she was positive, but kind of quiet about it. Like, didn't want to, like, go into detail. But she acted like they were, like, happy and okay. in love. Hmm. I mean, she definitely was in love with him hmm. or thought she was. Hmm. But even after they turned on him, I mean, she was like, production just, that's what they do. And, like, was mad at production. Really? Yeah. Ooh. I mean, she was, you got to think at the at the time she was smitten with him and we want to defend your boyfriend, I guess. I mean, based on what you saw on the, after the final rose, did you think that oh, they gosh. had a shot? No, I knew they did it. He wouldn't say, I love you. No. I mean, that was, Oh, it's kind of sad. It was pretty brutal to watch, honestly. Yeah, it was. And like, she's just sitting there. So like quiet and meek, which is not her at all. No. It was sad. I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot we were like there for the live and yeah, it was pretty pitiful. Well, and it's like, you know, you, you didn't see so much until just that night when they played the finale and all that right. stuff. And the whole thing with Claire about how I wouldn't want to, my kids to have a father like you or something uh, like that. It was bad. Yikes. I mean, I, a lot of it he blamed on the language barrier or whatever. But I mean, reality is, is he was not on the show to have a relationship. So is he going to say he's in love with Nikki just for that show? Absolutely not. No. I think that he and Nikki had fun together like he would a normal girlfriend. But I mean, look, and I'm sure Juan Pablo is a nice guy. I genuinely think he probably is. But I don't think he wanted. He shouldn't have been The Bachelor. Exactly. So it showed his worst side i think that everyone expected him to like follow exactly what production wanted and he wasn't going to do that and so it just they turned on him and it showed his worst side and i mean i I don't feel bad for him because he took the position and wanted to be the bachelor but also like you could tell i mean they're not gonna 
make him look good whenever he literally did nothing they wanted. It's just like it's crazy. You never see bachelors become the villain. The that villain? never I happens. I know it's crazy. It was it was fun to watch. I still feel like that season was a great season oh, just to I watch totally him. I totally agree. You also heard he's getting a divorce, right? No, I did not. Yeah. I knew he was married. He's getting a really? divorce. Yeah. I'm surprised by that. Came what out a couple just... days ago. Wow. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, I'm actually, I'm surprised by that. Yeah. I assumed that once he married someone like similar cultures and stuff, that it would like fit. Because mm-hmm. I, mean, I don't think he's a bad guy. Do I think he's ignorant to some things? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, do I think that he was the bachelor when he should not have been? 100%. But honestly, it worked out great for me. Had it been someone that I was really interested in, I might not have ever gotten back with Hunter. Because truly, while I was on the show, I was like listening to these girls talk about their terrible dating experiences. And I'm like, I never really had that. I had like really great guys. <laughs> yeah, well. And then I'm like, with Juan Pablo, I'm like, this is who America thinks is like the best guy you could ever the get. The best guy. Yeah. What was your favorite part of your bachelor experience? I love traveling with the girls. I mean, some of my best friends are from that show. Yeah. My son's godmother is from that show, That's which true. is crazy. I mean, yeah, the relationships you make on that is something. I mean, and I think it's a little different now, but the girl friendships back then were really great. Yeah. Especially your season. It seems like a lot of y'all, I mean, you still spend, it seems like you and Andy are still super, super close. Yeah. She's one of my best friends. Yeah. Talk to her every day. Yeah. And then Charlene and. and Charlene and I were still very close and Christy. Kat, was that your, uh, your bachelorette? Not my bachelorette, but she was at an engagement party. Engagement party. Yes. Um, I still love Kat. I talk to her occasionally. I still talk to Lucy. I still talk to Allie. I mean, I. We really didn't have, I mean, I'm obviously closest to Andy, Christy, and Charlene. Right. Went to Nikki's wedding, but we had a group, good group of girls. I think his season had a great girl group, but just a terrible um, bachelor. Yeah. (laughs) What was your least favorite part about your experience? Oh, gosh. What was my least favorite part? <laughs> Probably being without a phone or TV or magazine or, I mean, that was hard it, just because you had no interaction. I mean, I didn't really have a bad experience whatsoever. So they never gave you TV one time? So it's funny. In Vietnam, no, they never gave Did they give you guys TV? They gave us one day we had a dark day. So like we weren't Stop. filming at all before a travel and they turned on the TV and it literally, it felt like the first time. It was incredible. You're kidding. Yeah. It was like a huge screen too. It was like an 80,000 inch screen. And I'm pretty sure we all cried about it. Yeah. It's great. Oh my gosh. That's magic. Yeah. yeah. No, we never got that. We had um, an off day in between travel and we got to like go explore Seoul, mm-hmm. like without cameras and like it would be like groups of three girls and one producer. And right, that was pretty right. cool. But no, they never gave us a dark day. Oh. We So Charlene and I <laughs> were sharing a room in Vietnam. We always roomed together. Yeah. And I, something was, I couldn't get the um, phone to work to call like other rooms. So I called the guy and like got him down to 
fixed the phone. I was like, actually, our TV's broken. (laughs) (laughs) And he fixed our TV. And we literally stayed in the room watching TV and acted like we were like really upset missing our family (laughs) so that we could watch TV. So we had TV for like two days. I can understand not having a phone, but like not having TV seems so silly to me. It's so silly. I mean, I guess they want you interacting with girls and causing drama, like just thinking about The Bachelor. But yeah, it was pretty ridiculous. And like not having a magazine, like I'm sure you remember whenever you went to the airport and you couldn't like buy a magazine. Like, what do you mean? Like, I can't buy an Us Weekly. I remember asking for just like a newspaper and they had to like, they copied photocopied like an old newspaper for me just because I was like I just need my hands on like something that connects me with the outside world and it was so weird yeah that was the good thing about my eye injury is that I got to go to the eye doctor and then one of the handlers let me go to Starbucks no she's like you can't go oh yeah it was the best day ever (laughs) Because at that point it had been like two weeks. And she's like, you can't go in the house with the Starbucks. And I did anyways. Everyone's like, how did you get that? Did you guys have the grocery list too that you gave to the handlers? We did. It was magic. It was like Instacart before Instacart. Well, it's just, we we cannot go anywhere. We cannot just like grab a car and do anything or... You know, like yeah. buy nail polish that we want. Like once you're in, it's you're so in. dramatic. Yeah. Like thinking how dramatic every. I mean, I'm like, okay, we were gone for what five weeks? Like, is it that big of a deal? I mean, it's so dramatic how we acted. You should Charlene and I's letters to each other as I was leaving. <laughs> I want to read them. So ridiculous! You would have thought that we were never going to speak to each other again and that we had just experienced something <laughs> that no one will ever see. I love you so much. Yeah. Oh, that's I'm not going to be able to do this without you. <laughs> you've changed my life. I mean, it's so ridiculous. So I want to talk about Andy. Andy's book, you were a big part of her writing the book and then you were also in it. Um, yeah. So you you left the show. You were close with Andy. She's the Bachelorette. She ends up with Josh. What did you think of Josh? So prior to her filming, I had heard that he was going on the show because he's from Atlanta. Oh right, uh, or maybe yeah. he's not from Atlanta, but lives in Atlanta. At the time, he lived in Atlanta. He still lives in Atlanta. Not sure, but um, so I had heard that he was going on the show, and. Things I heard were not favorable. So he had a reputation even before the show. For sure. Oh. So when I went on her season right. on the stripper date, he was on the date. And she was like, I'm interested in one guy. I'm like, oh, gosh, please don't tell me. And then it was Josh. And the entire date, I mean, he was so worried about, like, the crowd and, like, everyone like looking at him and I'm like oh this guy Andy and I even mentioned it to her I'm like just let's watch how he is on this date like if he's wanting your attention that's great but if he's worried about the audience like that's a red flag and she wasn't a red flag to her Hmm. so when she FaceTimed me when they were I guess in the Dominican I think is where they got engaged and it was him I mean my heart sunk but it's one of those things that you have to trust your friend to, you know, make her own decisions. And it is what it is. You got to support her through it. 
after they got off off the show and there were like things that were huge red flags like what like we would go out to a girl's dinner and an hour into dinner he would say when are you gonna be home you need to get home Mm -hmm. and like did not want her having like a life outside of him um we went like didn't want him her to go on a girl's trip didn't want i mean he was just very controlling Mm. but he's Around other people, he's like, I mean, when you first meet him, you're like, God, this guy's so great. He's, he's charming. You know, yeah, he's very charming. And he's attractive. And, I mean, he gets along with people in the beginning. But, no, he was very, very controlling. Um, there were some family issues. And, yeah, it just wasn't good. I heard his mom's kind of a character. Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I think that is an understatement. <laughs> Look, I've heard all... <laughs> From Amanda Stanton, she has shared quite the tea about uh, his mother. Yeah. I mean, I I can't get into detail because it didn't happen to me firsthand, so I tried to stay out of that. Right. But, yeah, she's um, something else. Did what you but, saw of him match up with what you heard about him before the show started? Absolutely. Okay. But worse, I mean, everyone was just saying, like, he's a big douche. He's very into himself and um, just kind of narcissistic and... But it went beyond that. I mean, he was very controlling and, you know, just didn't want her to, I didn't want her to be in a more powerful position than him, I guess. Uh, Yeah, it was just not a great situation. And you kind of watched Andy change. Like, she went from this, like, very strong, independent person to just kind of like, oh, it's it's fine. Like, we're going to go to this together. And, I mean... Obviously, she's back and better than ever. Right. But during that relationship, it was there was a change. So then they break up, and they break up. She moved in with you, right? Yeah. They well, we were leaving LA, all of us together. We were out for I think Chris's premiere mm, okay. when they did like a red carpet or whatever, right. and they had been fighting the entire weekend so much so that they weren't going to go to the premiere. I mean, it was bad. So on the flight back, um, I was like in the row in front of them. And most guys would be like, y'all sit together. And I was like, oh, Josh, I'm going to sit with Andy. Is that cool? And he's like, no, no, Kelly, it's not okay. I'm like, okay. (laughs) Like my husband would be like, please take her so she doesn't talk to me. Like, please. But he's like, no. No. And I'm like, okay. So we get off the plane and I guess they've been fighting on the plane. We get off the plane and it's like silence. And I'm trying to talk just to I'm like, oh, and they're like, we could take you home. I'm like, no, that's okay. I'll I'm take good. an I'll, Uber. I'll find a taxi cab. Yeah, it's fine. And then I tell Andy, I'm like, if you, she's like, this isn't good. And I was like, if you need me, like call me, like doesn't matter what time, yada, yada, yada. I get a call probably two hours later. It's maybe 10 PM. She's like, I'm going to a hotel. I'm like, you're absolutely not going to a hotel. Like come here. If you go to a hotel, I'll never talk to you again. Like you cannot go stay in a hotel. <laughs> I mean, it's just so ridiculous. So she said like, we're breaking up. She came to my house. And then at that point, like I was like, it's just so crazy for you you to go rent an apartment when you don't know that you want to be in Atlanta. So we live in a home where you have your own space and you won't feel like we're on top of each other. Like you can absolutely stay here. So she moved in. And then um, I think we were drinking wine one night. I think it was actually my husband's idea. 
I told her she should write a rap song <laughs> about the breakup. And he's like, no, but you should write a book. She gives me credit for it, but I, it was really I'm Hunter? pretty sure it was Hunter. Yeah. Wow. He never gets credit for anything. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was definitely his idea. How long was she living with you guys? Uh, I think two months. And then whenever she, the day she moved out, Christy moved in. My poor husband. <laughs> he's such a saint. What a trooper. <laughs> I know. Well, we had a lot of questions. Obviously, we know how you and Hunter met. It wasn't like a dating app situation or something. It was like organic was and not, cool. It was it wasn't cool, but it was pretty organic. <laughs> we had been together for like four and a half years before oh, wow. I went on The Bachelor. We broke up for a yeah, we broke up for a year, and then towards the end of the year, we were broken up. Is whenever I went on the show, I met him at a concert while he was on a date. Oh, yeah, he, we had a mutual friend, and he was texting my friend. He's like, "Set me up with your hot Asian friend," <laughs> and that was me. Like, mm, definitely not Asian. And also he's on a date, so it's not happening. <sighs> and then somehow I ended up going on a date with him. Now look at us. Look at you now. Well, yeah. Stephanie Christian said, when did you know that Hunter was the one? When I went on Mom Pablo season. <laughs> <laughs> when we started filming. Yeah. As soon as I realized what else was out there. No, <laughs> I always knew that he and I had like a special connection. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just something about like, he makes me laugh and he's so smart. I could talk to him all day about, I mean, anything. And he, there's just something, there's always been something about him. But at the time when we were together, I was like, look, we've been together four and a half years. You've either got to propose or we're breaking <laughs> up. And he was like, well, I'm not proposing. I'm like, okay, well, I'm moving out. We're breaking up. I mean, we lived together and yeah. it was like very clear. And I always thought like, we'll probably get back together. But, and he was always like the one that I compared everyone to. Okay. But without that like year apart, we would have never, I mean, we would have never made it. Oh, he did date. Okay. Yeah, he dated. Oh yeah, he dated. He would claim it's not dating, but he definitely <laughs> dated. I guess he realized, you know, no one was great like me. And how long but were you guys together post bachelor before you got engaged? Too long. Um, oh, again. I think two years. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. He takes his time. I mean, yeah, that geez. guy, yeah, he takes his time. Um, you know, he had never been married, never. And everyone's like, always makes comments. I'll never forget the first picture I posted of him was like, is that her dad? <laughs> I'm like, when our age difference is like 11 years. It's not that big of a difference. Also, he's very young minded and looks. Right. Um, so I, the comments, he's like, never post a picture of me again. And then someone was like, is she dating a lesbian? <laughs> I mean, bless Hunter's heart. He's such a trooper. For now, I think social media is used to it. But in the beginning, everyone was so hard on him. He has some like Ed Sheeran vibes to me. You know, it's funny. Is I love Ed Sheeran. I'm obsessed oh, okay. With him. Like, yeah. Same. I don't think I look anything alike. He just has the vibes. Yeah, I wish that he could sing and play guitar. He oh, can't. Don't we all? Yeah. At all. Hmm. Okay. Teresa Donahue Levinson said, why did they decide to have, you know, elope or have an intimate destination wedding? We eloped. Um, So I wrote a blog about this, but we had a huge wedding planned. 
And as I was like wedding planning, I was just getting so wrapped up in all of this stuff that like didn't matter. And there's always like family drama and also our age difference. I want it to be like no children, like young, fun. And then like all of his friends have kids and, you know, so there was a lot with that. And I had just gotten, it was so out of hand. So we were 120 days out from the wedding. And it was like, I had 24 hours for my next flight deposit. And I called him and I was like, I think I want to elope. And he's like, are you serious? Okay, let's do it. He was like, yeah, thank God. I thought this would never happen. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, this is the best thing to ever happen to me. Um, So yeah, the day that we left to elope, we sent out a, because we had sent out, say, the dates and people had booked flights. So we sent out a thing saying, we decided to lope, but we'll have a party on the day. So we had a party, our wedding day, somewhere else, and then eloped. That's so and it was cool. the best. It was just us two, and it was the best decision I've ever made. Really? I would not change her for the world. Oh, good. I'm glad. Yeah. That makes me happy. It was, okay. It was amazing. And then we've, we talked about Henry's name and <laughs> where it came from. But can you tell again where Henry's name came from? Oh, Henry. So I wanted him to have the same initials as Hunter. Oh, yeah. duh. Yeah, because I was like, oh, this would be cute. Like they'd have the same initials because I don't want a junior. I think Mm. juniors are cute if like you could change the name. But Hunter, I mean, you would change it to Hunt and then it's Hunt Ham. And Ham is the worst last name to name with. Everything (laughs) sounds terrible. Let me think. Okay. Pick a name. Um, Amanda Ham. Even if, okay, Olivia Ham. it sounds like. Well, already my name has way too many syllables as it is. If I was Liv Ham, that sounds cute. Liv Ham, like you're living for ham. That sounds terrible. Or Olive Ham, that sounds like a brand of, or that sounds like I love ham. Kelly Ham is great. Well, I guess we're meant to be. Kelly Ham, I don't know. (laughs) I mean, even whenever I was like, oh, my God, they're going to people are going to call him Hen and it's going to be Hen Ham. <laughs> I was watching Amazing Race and that's where I got it from. Her boyfriend's name was Henry and all she kept saying is Hen and Hen. And I do say that sometimes I'm like, Hen. And then I'm like, no, no, Henry. So I always love the name Henry. I think it's strong and classic and not too trendy. Hunter didn't like it at first because, well, he liked it and then. Other people were like, no, that's terrible. So he was like, I don't know if I like it. But then whenever he was born, he was like, he looks like a Henry. And I'm like, have you ever met an asshole named Henry? No. Never. So, never. I've met some classy ass dudes named Henry, though. Exactly. That's right. Henry it is. So I like this question. Yvonne Del Rio said, how in the heck does Kelly plan such healthy meals for Henry all the time? We did baby led weaning, which Mm. I think is part of it. He never did purees. So he always started with real food. So he truly eats whatever I give him. And if he doesn't like it, he just doesn't eat it. And I still keep serving it. And he eventually (laughs) tries it again and eventually likes it. But truly, like, I don't work. So if I'm not cooking him meals, what am I doing? (laughs) Seriously. I mean, that's the reality. So if I worked nine to five, would Henry's plates look like they do? Absolutely not. But because I don't work, it's like, okay, surely I can serve the kids some healthy food. And I mean, I posted last week, I was like having a nervous breakdown because my kitchen was out of order for like three days because we were getting work done. And he had eaten out 
for lunch like two days and I'm like am I a terrible mother no and I'm like no the kid eats great all the time this is so ridiculous he probably eats better than me honestly he definitely eats better than me I mean he's he's a great eater I love that he's very impressive with what he eats and how advanced he is I mean it's just he's a great eater Stephanie Christian what is one piece of advice for first time slash new mothers I would just give yourself grace. It's such a new world. And everyone says that, but it's true. Like it's such a new world. And I think we are so hard on each other and then like hard on ourselves, like all the mom shaming and we're comparing ourselves to, I mean, it's just so sickening and you don't realize until you're in it, but it's like, you should just, you know, what's best for your kid. Like, don't let somebody else tell you how you should feed your kid. Or, I mean, like, I don't care if you give your kid McDonald's every day, Look, the kids fed and loved whatever. So I just think we need to like give ourselves grace and all of this. Uh, It's hard. Kids are hard. I I can't even imagine. Best thing in the world. I mean, literally the greatest thing in the world, but I mean, it's hard work. Kayla Piccolo. (laughs) How does she maintain her friendships with all the girls while balancing, you know, being a wife and being a mother? I think that you have to make time for what's important. And I mean, it's easy to like get wrapped up in stuff, but at the end of the day, like your friendships were there before all of that. Mm -hmm. So I try to like make sure I don't get too wrapped up in it. It takes five minutes to send a text message when something important is going on in someone's life. And then usually you have more time than that. So, I mean, it's still important to me to take time and like hang out with my girlfriends and, you know, luckily Henry goes to bed early, so I can go have yeah, a glass of wine. What time is he going down right now? He goes to sleep between six forty-five and seven. Nice. And then he sleeps until seven. So yeah, I mean, nights are good. And he's at age now where like you can take him out for lunch, and it's not a big deal. He's awake longer periods. Right. But yeah, I mean, I just think that things that are important to you, you have to make time for them. And friendships are something very important so perfectly that's said. how we maintain it perfectly said last question kimberly keller does she plan on having more kids <laughs> yes <laughs> we plan on having more yay <laughs> yay more kids <laughs> yeah we'll have another at least one more how many do you want so two maybe in my I always said I wanted like four boys, just like full on chaos all the time. But Hunter is going to be 45 this year. So it's probably not realistic. And we had to do IVF with Henry. So it was like a long road. Yeah. Um, So I would be happy with two healthy babies. Would be really happy with three, I think, but probably going to be two. Okay. So it's not Kelly Travesty, everyone. It's Kelly Travis. Where should we follow you on all the social medias? On Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat on all of the above. It's always Kelly Travesty. And your website is under construction, but it's going to be always back. under construction. It's going to be back whenever I'm not making as many meals for Henry. <laughs> as much scallops and salmon right. meals. <laughs> right. Side note, what is the most like perfectly, I don't know, French kind of meal that little Henry has ever eaten before? No, like caviar. <laughs> no, I'm trying to think. What's like the? I don't. No, he's never had caviar. So when we went on a trip recently, the chef was making him like outrageous meals. Really? Of like just like fish I had never heard of and <laughs> stuff like that. But I mean, he really eats normal stuff. It's just 
balanced with hemp seeds. You've got, you've got the chias. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like an acai like, bowl. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's like there's no sugar added in anything, and there's chia seed on the top of no everything. saturated fats. I love it. So follow Kelly Travesty on Instagram for adorable baby marriage life posts. You haven't tweeted in like 85 years. I know. I just, I was going to bring it back, but I may bring it back. Do you still watch the show? I do, but I don't watch it live anymore because, you know, by the time he goes to bed at seven and then uh, Hunter and I eat dinner together and it's like 8.30. So it's just hard to watch it live. That's the problem. Should we promote Hunter's social media too? Or like, no. <laughs> he would hate us. He's like, why am I getting all these followers? I don't oh, want no. them. He's like, wait, should I not have posted that? What if no one like? I was like, it's Hunter, it's fine. <laughs> you have like 3,000 followers. It's not a big deal. Well, the funniest thing to me is like, you know, looking at your Instagram Juan Pablo's season wasn't like the, you know, aesthetic Instagram times yet, right? At so all. like no. Well, that was when they still like kept up with that rule. Yeah, you actually could not have any social media. Right. I'll never forget when I first tweeted and I got like a nasty message from a producer saying that if I like didn't take down the tweet and I was like, no, I'm going to tweet. I'm making fun of myself. It's fine. <laughs> but it was just so great to see like all of the old, you know, Instagram oh, filters gosh. and the fun like <laughs> framing and cropping that was done bad (laughs) i i think andy still does like just random stuff with cool like small square crop yeah she does the crop yeah that used to be a thing you have to really zoom in (laughs) yeah i kind of like that maybe i should start doing it so you can't see so many flaws the neutral tones we're very neutral over here well, Kel, thanks for talking to me. It was so fun. Of course. And give Henry a little cuddle kiss for me. And I will. Can't wait to see all the babies you're going to have. <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> it's coming around the bend. <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> okay, give him a kiss for me. I will. Bye. Bye, dear. Bye. 